the dangerous freedom of a peaceful slavery. We are the orphans of the American dream. Welcome to episode 53 of the Orphans of the American Dream podcast. You're wounded, one-eyed Sasquatch sitting here with Comrade Tommy and J-Bone. Hello. Hello. I'm off work this week. I had a mishap with a screwdriver. He's about to be Dan or, uh, Dan Crenshaw patch style. No, I think we're good. Nah, I'm, I'm be pushing it. I'm still saying I'm, I'm pushing for it. I was in the ER on Monday. I have... A silk stitch on the inside of my lower eyelid, on my right eye, and two on the outside. I'm a very fortunate Sasquatch. A dumb, fortunate Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Work mishap. Whatever. We have many updates to go and some new news. It's going to be a good show. Mm-hmm. But first, it's Comrade's Corner. Yep. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Comrades Corner. Today, we're going back in time. It's the norm for most these days to forget the important news of yesterday. Whether it be a mass invasion, a regime change war, or both of these things at the same time. I mean, Iraq, Syria, Libya. Do I need to continue? An important headline for almost exact, from almost exactly one year ago found on orphansinamericandream.com, seems to speak volumes about the current international situations. I'm sure you all remember when Bashar al-Assad used sarin gas on civilians in Syria, leading to the U.S. bombing of the Air Force Base and increased pressure in troops in the region. Well, like we said then, it seemed a little too early to make such assumptions. On top of that, it made no tactical sense to do so, as Assad was winning his war. Regardless, bombs away. It came out soon after that, Assad, as foreseen by this show, had nothing to do with it. Happened to be the rebels, who bombed their own people in an attempt to blame it on Assad to gain favor. A smart tactical move that the U.S. has dealt with over and over again in Middle East regions. It was all a facade to get more U.S. power in Syria, aiding in a regime change war that the U.S. would have benefited from. One other story that comes to mind is the infamous weapons of mass destruction Iraq invasion. Again, I'm sure we all remember this, but the details are what are missed. Small details that bother me. One being that we invaded a country on the basis of WMDs knowing that there were none there. I won't go into crazy detail on this one. As I said, it was pretty big and we all know there were no weapons of mass destruction anywhere in Iraq at the time. The details I'll focus on is that we all knew that. In particular, Elliot Abrams knew that, long before we invaded. Afterwards, he was found guilty of lying to Congress and pardoned by baby Bush himself. Again, in a plan to get public-slash-congressional approval to invade a country to push a regime change war. And let's not forget John Bolton, 
who also had a heavy hand in pushing the fake stories of WMDs that he and the rest of the world knew were non-existent. Bolton was a part of both of these fiascos, Abrams only the former, though had he been in the administration at the time, the Syrian madness he would have been licking his lips to get into ship peddling. Why such an odd commie corner, you ask? No funny jokes, all serious bullshit from days past? Well, folks, we are on the cusp of exactly the same thing happening again before our eyes. Before it happens, I want all of you to remember what was said in the past. What was done in the past. And be able to identify it when it inevitably happens in the very near future again. Straight from the playbook. Because we forget the past. We've, po- we've talked about not being fans of some of the war hawks in Trump's inner circle. And it comes at no surprise as we are on the prequel of the next possible invasion that John Bolton and Elliot Abrams are both at the helm driving this very situation as they see fit. As I'm sure you've figured out by now, I'm talking about Venezuela. It's not a regime change war. It's not a coup. And I think I speak for all of us here that we support the interim Guaido presidency. But that doesn't mean that we need to send men there. It doesn't mean the narrative needs to be altered to force anything. Let these people fight for their freedom. Send them aid. Send them resources. But stay the fuck out of it. When the men in charge of this... I don't see that happening. Sadly, I expect to see what the next sarin gas attack or WMD bullshit will be in the coming days or weeks. Only time will tell. I hope I'm wrong. All I ask is remember the lies you've been told, because you'll be lied to soon enough. That's Comrade's Corner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little darker. Yeah. Well, sometimes that's what needs to happen. It's so crazy. What's, so what's going on in Venezuela? <clears throat> it's crazy down there right now. I mean, there's a video that has gone just completely viral of mm-hmm. that military vehicle running over civilians. Yeah. And, I mean, that's an up-armored vehicle. That's like a, like a, a vehicle the style of what we had in, in Iraq. Not as heavy, I would say. But still, like, some of those people that got ran over, I can't imagine that they fared well. You know, you get run over by a car, plenty of people get up and walk away from that. Mm-hmm. But this isn't that. And then there was videos of, of shots being fired on civilians and civilians running. I mean, there was three videos I saw of that. Just huge crowds of people just running for cover, basically. And I don't know. It's going to get interesting. This guy's called for the beginning of the end, basically. The Guaido, Juan Guaido. And Maduro is holding his ground with Russia and China at his back. It's just kind of like, when's it going to, where's it going to go? Yeah. If we have any listeners that have any ties to Venezuela, our thoughts, our prayers, and our hopes are with you. Mm-hmm. Um, 
pray for the people down there if praying's your thing or send good vibes whatever right um just goes to show you that we need to hold our constitutional god-given rights with some value we need to be diligent about them in 2012 they confiscated the guns mm-hmm. in Venezuela yeah it would be nice if like individual private citizens of this country we could hold a gun drive for the people of Venezuela it's not possible but did you uh, see MSNBC reporting on this oh my god I posted on our Twitter and our Facebook or was American Dream on Facebook OAD underscore studios on Twitter um, but yeah, it was like they're full on advocating for the Second Amendment without even meaning to. Not saying they're against it or whatever, but you, a lot of times oh, they're just not. Fuck that! MSNBC totally is. The guy yeah. that was on there, I think it was more. He is not. He's like a <clears throat> contributor for them. Oh, okay. He's a reasonable, rational person. How long is that video? I can even play it. But well, the clip I saw. I mean, Tommy had said something about seeing the whole thing, and it was a context thing. Like she just yeah. kind of agreed with him the guy that the guy that said that i'm sure was just a guest he's the way the video looked he was a guest and she just kind of agreed with it yeah i mean either way I it's agree. still good that it got out on it got MSNBC. out on msnbc yeah. yeah no i agree with that but yeah it's it's pretty interesting um that wasn't that long ago and if you put it in even more context like 2016 is when they started starving yeah so they didn't even they had four years without guns, and that's all it took. Mm-hmm. I saw like an interesting picture um, just a minute ago, right before we started recording. That was it was a picture of that vehicle running over those civilians in, in Venezuela, and it said "No Two A." And then underneath of it, it was a picture from the Bundy Ranch, mm-hmm. and it said Two A." It's on our Facebook yeah, page as well. Yeah, I, I shared that. Yeah. Oh, did you do that? I just did. Nice. Literally three seconds ago. <laughs> yeah, I shared it from mine actually, but yeah. Uh, it's crazy, and like it's a hundred percent true. Like the Bundy Ranch, if you're not familiar with it, we've talked about it a couple times on the show. But that would have been Waco if there wasn't social media and people like us, not not to toot our own horns, and people like all of you out there with your Facebook Live videos to show that you know people are watching what you're doing. Nobody was watching Waco. Nobody yeah. saw yeah. how you know. They could hide things. They could get away with it. Not mm-hmm. not just you know everyday folks. You have brave. You had brave actual journalists out there going yeah. and documenting it. Absolutely, yeah. Infowars was out there. There were multiple other outlets that are not bought and paid for by right crappy people. <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure. And this is just one of those situations where you're just like, this is what socialism does, man. Mm-hmm. This is it. Every time. I tried to I tried to find it. Do you guys know when they went socialist? Because they were a democracy, or not? They were a uh, it was capitalism and, and democracy, and freedom. Go for it. I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't. I couldn't find it. Oh, it's yeah. probably not that hard to find. Well, I have time to look it up. Hugo Chavez was in charge when they got rid of ninety nine. When they got rid of all the guns. Yeah, he went in. He went in in ninety nine is when he first started. And Maduro preceded him. I found I that. Followed him. Whatever. Yeah. But, so, I mean, if you're a red-blooded American or in some other country where you have gun rights, go buy go buy a box of ammo or several just to support these people. Just right. as a as a 
be conscious of like, we're not too far away from that happening. It does, like you said, four years. That's all it takes. And we have bloodthirsty politicians who want to take our Second Amendment rights away. Yep. Yeah, basically since February 99. Is when they went socialist. Mm-hmm. They saw uh, sweeping and radical shifts in social policy moving away from the government officially, embracing a free market economy and neoliberal reform principles and towards a socialist income redistribution and social welfare programs. Jiminy Christmas. 20 years. So we've got neoliberals on one side advocating for socialism, and we have neoconservatives on the other side thirsty for war. What is so hard to see about this that both sides suck? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying Trump is that, but he's got bad people around him, just like you said. Yeah, Yeah, I mean... I'm calling this a bad Trump. Like, if this goes the way... I mean, you have the Secretary of State who was briefing the Senate. You have the Secretary of State who's meeting with the Russian ambassador to Venezuela and basically having the the chest-bumping contest of you guys should back down. No, you guys should back down. I'm going to hesitate and say on saying bad Trump for now. I don't like his cabinet, but... If he puts his foot down, that's incredibly good Trump. Yeah, but we don't know what's going to happen. Exactly, and I'm afraid that you're Bolton. It's the same thing as as the Assad thing. Mm-hmm. You know Bolton was in his ear that whole time going, hey, man, we need to act on this really fast. Here's the information. We need to do it now. We need to do it now. Was this, was Bolton there, though, then? I don't remember. Um, that was only 2018. I don't know how long Bolton's been there, I though. Thought, I'll find, find out. I can't. I'm gonna say it's not like I'm, he has. It's not I'm like he. he it's not like he hasn't had some more hawk type right. people in his administration. I mean, for hell, for hell's sake, um, Nikki Haley mm-hmm. was yeah. the UN ambassador. Yeah, she's okay, but definitely one of those neo. Definitely a war hawk. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. love yeah. her to death though. But yeah, yeah no, needs she's, to, she did a great job. She says some she, good yeah. things, but I don't prior, completely disagree. With, I. Damn near disagree with everything John Bolton says. Yeah. Yes. But I'd say prior to her Trump administration role. And John Bolton it has the ties back to the Bush admit yeah. and whatever that whole Iraq thing was part two part there was part there was two parts to that parcel. That's all I was a weird thing I said. And I could, <laughs> could hardly get it out. Just blame the eye. But yeah, no for sure. No, it does not affect my mouth. Um oil and private contracts. And the WMDs, it was a lie. It was, and Baby Bush wanted to get retribution for his daddy. That yeah. was part of it, too. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. But it's all ties together. I mean, look at Dick Cheney and fucking mm-hmm. Carl Rove. How much money did those cocksuckers make off of that shit through the private contracting world? Yep. Mm-hmm. Halliburton, come on. Yep. Who stands to gain a lot here? Yeah. The, I saw, the clip I saw of Bolton talking was oil. Oh, yeah. Venezuela's oil. Like, you know, um, Sitco was the uh, company Mm. that's Venezuelan part. So if you have a Sitco in your area, don't buy your gas there. You want to support the small business owner who's running the shop in there? Fine. Buy some candy. Don't buy gas. Buy some beer. Buy it somewhere else. For now. For now, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can definitely send aid and stuff like that. I think that'd be great. I mean, even though the last bit of aid that was sent, I mean, obviously it was torched and people couldn't mm-hmm. even get to it. But, I mean, I'm all for trying to help, but jumping into another battle is no. is not something we need to do. We no. are not Team America World Police. Yeah. 
We act like it, but true story. We've done very well. I'll give Trump that we've done very well since he got in office of not doing that. Syria mm. could have been much worse. Mm. Yeah. It wasn't, thank God. <clears throat> but it could have been, it would have been under the last two administrations. Um, This one just scares me a little bit because it just seems like they're tiptoeing that line. But I guess, I honestly, I said the same thing when Syria was going on. So hopefully yeah. he steps in and puts his foot down again. Yeah. But this I hope time, so. We'll have to see. Yeah, it just seems if he does, it's definitely a bad Trump. But I'm not ready to call it bad Trump yet. No, yep. I'll agree with that. Tile there on that one yet. So, but mm-hmm. um, you know, what, speaking of, we you know we were talking about Venezuela and socialism and whatever. Like people see this, this is not good. This is because of socialism. Mm-hmm. You have dictators. That's what happens. Socialism is just the <clears throat> communism light. Yeah. Um, but when uh, AOC and Bernie talk about well. We're not going to do it like that. Bullshit. That's the way it's done. <laughs> That's what happens. Yeah. Look look exactly at Venezuela. Venezuela is the perfect example because we had the last 20 years to look at how good it was mm-hmm. for the first 15. For the first 15 years, they were in the top 10 per GDP, per, per, per capita for GDP. Like these people, it was a very, very wealthy country because of their oil reserves and their stuff like that. They, they did very well for their country. But, you know, socialism, it doesn't Dude, last forever. It, it's going to give you a pretty eye for a, a handful of minutes, and then everyone's going to be starving in the streets. Yeah. It's fucking sad. It really is. It's like, to watch it right before your eyes and then still hear people tout it as the best thing. Socialism is better than what we have. No. No, it's not. Nowhere even close. It's just because they're all like, well, there's a difference between this kind of socialism and this kind of socialism. And it's like, they're all socialism. They're not. That's like saying that a nice formed turd in your toilet and you're blowing out of the back of the toilet diarrhea are the same, are are different. They're Mm -hmm. still shit. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. I'll, I'll even give you one the liberals will agree with. It's like saying a white nationalist and a Nazi are different. Mm hmm. Different, yes. Both really shitty, yes. They're different fucking leaves on the same tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, socialism, like I said earlier, it mirrors, it's communist light. Yeah. I mean, look at what Mao and Stalin did. Took the guns, mm-hmm. bad shit happened. They took the guns in Venezuela. Bad shit bad happened. shit's happening. It's... It's wow. I was thinking about it the other day, and I was like, man, or when this all broke just recently. Was it yesterday? Yeah, it was just yesterday. <coughs> Sorry, bronchitis is still kicking my ass. Um, well, at least you got it diagnosed. Yeah, we're getting it worked out. But uh, so um, I was like, man, I wish, because they don't have any guns, you know? Only the military that has defected, which apparently is not the majority, which is still sucks, but. There's, they're still getting there. People are coming across, but that's all the guns they have. And I was like, I wonder if I would get in trouble if I sent them a rifle. Yes. You, you sure? I mean, I don't think you can just. That's send why guns I said earlier. I wish that, that are... we could do something like that. So, but this is my thing. Put together How a gun drive. bad fucking ass would it be to send that shit down there to? A Venezuelan citizen, and they get it <clears throat> right. But 
awesome. That'd be great. A gun drive, send them, yes. Yeah. But in a place where guns are illegal. I'm sure, make me one in Venezuela. I'm probably not going to go there. Right, but... We're not going to I mean... Well, that, I guess, I don't know. But all I'm saying is, I thought it would be cool to be able to like send one down there. And then, you know, hey, when you're done with it, send the motherfucker back, because I want it back. Yes, but and now then, you're you're toting the line of being an international drug smuggler or gun smuggler then. And now you're I mean, you're you get a walk where are they gonna say war crimes and everything else because of I mean that's Yeah you're, I hear they're that. they're they end up being criminals technically. I mean it's it's yeah. bad because they're standing up against their government, but they are technically criminals against their their laws if they have the guns. So well, now you're aiding and abetting criminals with weapons yeah. where weapons are not legal. It'd and right great. now, and right now, they're calling for peaceful. But I just said it would be sweet to have a gun that, like, ten years down the road, you could just, yeah, this this gun fought in the Venezuelan war for freedom. Mm-hmm. You know, that'd be cool. But yeah, no, I agree. And I did want to touch on one more thing about Venezuela before we move on. That they this process, everyone's calling it a coup. Everyone's calling it a regime change. And I was very clear, it's not. What happened in Venezuela is in January there was an election. And everyone called it a fraud. Or not January, I guess it was May of last year. There was an election. And everyone called it a fraud. Even the UN investigated it, and they could not come to a conclusion. They said it was up to the Venezuelan people to deal with their own elections. So, like the UN does, pass the buck. And Guaido used a provision in their constitution to assume interim presidency until a re-election process could be done because the people voted for a re-election. Maduro threw it out, said, no, I am the president, blah, blah, blah. He was inaugurated. I think 10 days after that, Guaido pulled this power. So what they're doing, what, what Guaido is actually doing is using a provision in their constitution to preserve their democracy. While Maduro is throwing their constitution to the window, through the window, and not not following their own constitution and assuming power as dictators do. And it is interesting, and I want people to be mindful of this, the media knows this. They're not idiots. This is very well-known information about what happened in the, in the Venezuelan election. And just... Understand who's calling it a coup and why they're calling it a coup. It's it's blissful ignorance. It's willful ignorance. It's just the next narrative. And they know what they're doing. But that's the last thing I have on Venezuela. And more to come, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I'm sure we'll be updating this as it goes. Um, so, we talk a lot about our favorite anti-Semitic Somali refugee, Ilan Omar. Mm-hmm. Um, the FBI arrested six men in accordance with terror up there. And they no. quote, Yeah. No. Yeah. They quote said, the headline was, we have a terror recruiting problem in Minnesota. Yeah, I do remember saying that. Now. No shit Sherlock. <laughs> In Minneapolis, St. Paul, they have 74,000 Somalis, which, fine and dandy. I'm sure some of them are fine, decent human mm-hmm. beings that do good things. Um, but, yeah. 
they radicalize. It's like any religion. You have radical sects of everything. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Um, I wonder why we're having some of this radical recruiting thing happening. You have people who don't like things here. They want to bring their Sharia law. They want to bring a lot of things. Yeah. Um, so do you guys remember Keith Ellison? I do. Mm-hmm. Laura Loomer was on his shit. Oh, yeah. Isn't that the guy that sexually assaulted, or not sexually, no, Beat. just physically assaulted. Beat his ex-girlfriend. Beat. Ex-girlfriend, yeah. Um, so in 2014, he was a congressman. I think he actually held the seat that Alain Omar has right now. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Um, he was the sponsor of a bill in 2014 called the uh, Money Remittances Improvement Act of 2014, which basically um, they don't have to federally report those transactions anymore. It's a private thing, like mm-hmm. Western Union, stuff like that. Oh, okay, 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 yeah, yeah. So oh, yeah, remittance okay. payment, money back. A remittance to... payment is a transfer of money by a foreign worker to an individual in his or her own home country. So, yeah. Do we think that maybe some of these radicals are taking advantage of that system and sending people money to people back home that may be terror sponsor related? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Speculation, I was, surpri- I was but surprised likely. to see that that was a CNN headline. Yeah. That blew my that fucking kinda, mind. That is kind of huh. impressive. But we have a... <clears throat> We have a terror recruiting problem in a place with a bunch of people that are not, you know, naturalized Americans. Mm-hmm. Right. That are Muslim. And that doesn't mean that they're all bad. By any I will sense. say, as far as the Somali situation goes, um, Jack Posobiec had some uh, statistics on that. And it was like 99% of the refugees in Minnesota or the Somali refugees are Muslim. And 29% of them were men between the ages of 14 and 29. Well, but that's not what's going on in Europe and whatever well, with all the migration. But hold on, but hold on. Before you jump to that, 29%. That's... Now, yes, I agree that over in Europe, it's like 80% or mm-hmm. 60%. I don't know the statistics. Don't quote me. It's a much higher number. It's very high. 29%, though, 30%, that's... I would call that a reasonable amount yeah, of that's not families bad. Well, just look, coming look, over. Look at Alana Mar, her family. I think they came over in the early 90s. And it was as a family. So it's not like... Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, some of these people are coming in. I mean, look, Detroit's the same fucking way. Yeah. Dearborn. Dearborn, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Yeah. That's where they're resettling. It's a third world country. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Um, like, I saw video footage like a week or so ago. Of the Mall of America. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. It did not look like a mall anywhere in America. I mean, total full dress, face covering, everything on most of the people walking through that mall. Yeah. I mean, it was it was like walking through, you know, a market in a yeah. third world country. Well, I'm just saying, these people, these, these people, the Somali refugees, mm-hmm. they're in the same place. This is Ilan Omar's district. Yeah. So she's right, technically yeah. representing her people, which is fine. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I wonder how many of them actually are okay with some of the things she's saying. I'm curious to know. I, I would know. say a lot of them. I mean, shit, half the Democrats are okay with what she's saying. 
Fair. Yeah. <clears throat> well, it was like that video of Omar going through that school and all the headlines saying how she was so well, uh, you know, welcomed through this elementary school and everything. She's walking through the halls and there are all the kids are shaking her hand and so happy to see her and all this stuff. And a lot of those kids were wearing the full dress and, and, and everything else. And it's like, well, this is her district. This is her people. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. It's okay she was warmly welcomed. Yeah. Makes sense. It's perfectly fine. Yeah. And again, you know, we say it all the time when we talk about anything that's a little bit touchy like this, whatever, we have no problem with Muslims or anybody no. else or any race. We almost need to have like a disclaimer. little like disclaimer after our <laughs> no, you our should intro just music. assume that that's how we are. <laughs> yes, you we should get the benefit. Everybody of the should get yes, the benefit. But we yeah. almost need to say it every call, damn time so when pe- no. things come Fuck, well, taken out of context, no, I hear you. I'm against this. We'll be attacked. They're, they're gonna do it anyway. Yeah, that's what the left does. Mm-hmm. Um, if you listen to the show. You know us. Mm-hmm. You know that we call out bullshit and we call out assholes for what they are. Mm-hmm. We call a spade a spade. Mm-hmm. Bottom line. If Alan Omar was out there doing good, I'd praise her. Mm-hmm. She's not. If Keith Ellison was a good person, I'd praise him. He's not. Yeah. Yep. They do shitty things. Mm-hmm. They're subverting our constitution. Uh, it was more, uh, my statement just was more of, no, I for understand. the people who we've been attacked before uh, through private messages and everything, saying mm-hmm. our show is dangerous and everything else. That's and, fine, but I'm not changing. I agree with you, mm-hmm. but I'm not changing the way we do this because mm-hmm. of a minority of people. Oh no, no, no! I don't no, think anybody's no, 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 saying no. that. We don't need a disclaimer. Fuck no! I they agree can't not. fucking use their rational head. It was. It I was, wasn't actually serious, I, but calm down, Sasquatch. Well, no, it irritates me. I know I, I wasn't yeah, actually going to put a disclaimer after our intro. <laughs> Wounded. I didn't. We have I did disc- not take a screwdriver to the eye. The fucking duck in the the duck got mad at me in the forest. There is no ducks in the forest. There are my no ducks fucking in the forest. Eyes. He's making that up. He did yeah. that at work. <laughs> a duck attacked him at work. He wasn't. Now that's possible. <laughs> No, no, um, no, we have a, and by the way, we have a disclaimer right before we start talking, you know, we prefer dangerous freedom over peaceful slavery. Well, there you go. That's fair. There you go. We'll take it. <laughs> Got our disclaimer. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> I'll give you that. I'll give you that. <laughs> Regardless. We love you. So what's going on in the 2020 debacle? Um, nothing too crazy. Um, there's really only two people running now. It's Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden. Oh, creepy Joe. Yeah, he did. Everybody's basically falling off besides those two. Um, which gives a shit either. No, I mean, yeah, you had Elizabeth Warren saying some dumb shit, which she said, somebody asked her a minute. Yeah, I know. But like it's not even worth mentioning anymore because you're not you're not in the race anymore. Just drop out all these people, <laughs> most of them actually. It's just stupid. But it's fun to point fun, poke fun at the Pocahontas. So she said uh, somebody asked her if she was a Democrat, and she said no, no, I'm, I'm an Elizabeth Warren Democrat. And they're like, what's the difference? And she goes, I don't know. I'm that chick crazy. And then there was like an awkward or, pause where she doesn't know. Like she gave that answer. Like, What's the difference? I have no idea. And she's like, she's like, no. I mean, I don't even know what that is. Well, I mean, I just know I'm was different. She, was she smoking? The, that's what she said. Was she smoking the peace pipe before that? I mean, good gosh, probably. But I don't even expect that to be an excuse. Like, 
Ah, it's just dumb. But yeah, everybody's falling off. What they had those? They had a shitload of town halls. So oh, we were talking yeah. about the CNN ratings a little bit. So, and last week, while you look it up, I got no. I have it right here. We're okay. good. Uh-huh. Do you have last week's? So last week, nice. We talked nice. about the town halls. <laughs> um, the CNN town hall blitz. Well, they have five of them or some shit yeah. in prime time. We wondered aloud. Um. How terrible their ratings were going to be. The verdict is in. Wait, hold on. Before you do that, do you remember the ratings from the town halls of the week before that, that we did have the numbers for last week? That wasn't for town halls. That was just their ratings in general. Okay, okay. They didn't really have town halls. They had the Bernie one, which I have that later on in here. All right, all right. That was on Fox, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, the verdict is in, and the results, pathetically terrible. (laughs) Um... Throughout the evening, CNN remained in last place. According to Nielsen, their average for the right for the night was a meager 1.2 million viewers. How awful is that? Airing their usual lineup of leftist propaganda, MSNBC trounced CNN with 1.8 million viewers, while Fox News obliterated everyone with 2.26 million. Would you like to know the results per candidate? Yes. Per town hall. So, Senator Amy, please clap Klobuchar, had 869,000 viewers. Elizabeth, 1 one twentieth credible, Warren, <laughs> had 1,024th. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to crack a joke. Fuck off. <laughs> it's a guy, he's only got one eye. I'm not Dan Crenshaw. <laughs> Maybe he couldn't read his sheet and he actually wrote it down correctly. Probably did. Yeah. She had 1.18 million. Bernie Bro had 1.33. Um, side note, his Fox News town hall garnered 2.6 million. Kamala, we should have a conversation, Harris, mm-hmm, yeah. had 1.44 million. And Pete, whatever the hell his last name is, he had 1.18. Huh. CNN is crap. Nobody watches those damn things. I mean, nobody watches cable news anyway. Look, I mean, for Christ's sake, Fox News had 2.44 million viewers out of 300 million people. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, that's shit in its in and of itself. It makes them a lot of money, but man, yeah. CNN is in the shitter. Yeah, they've all, both sides have lost credibility. Mm-hmm. Most, and we're going to get into that later. Well, I it. don't know how, how Fox is... Uh, viewership has been historically mm-hmm. it'd be interesting to look into yeah it's something i would like to look into but yeah these they, these town halls they're just throwing their money into it and it's not really gaining them anything mm-hmm. nobody gives a shit about these people no like it really is it's bernie versus it's bernie versus biden and, and it's not only that like who watch who has tv for christ's sake <laughs> Shut you up, do. Justin. That's fair. I mean, you have kids, though. You don't yeah. have it for Fox News. You have it for Nickelodeon or whatever the hell kids watch these mm-hmm. days. You know who does have TV? Our parents. Yeah. They watch it. I don't know if Actually, my parents don't. I was just going to say, your, your parents would be the ones that wouldn't have it. <laughs> they younger, just got though. rid of it. They're younger, though. Yeah. yeah. They're cool. My parents are awesome, but they're elderly. Yeah. Yeah, they're fully streaming now. They're testing it out. They put their dish on hold. Yeah. Um... People are not getting their news from television mm. anymore. Mm. They're getting it from, from the, us. Inter- the interwebs, the orphans of the American dreams, the uh, 
I mean, as much as we don't like them, the Huffington Post, the places like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Twitter, social media. BuzzFeed. YouTube. (laughs) Vice, Vox, all those, for Christ's sake. That's where they're getting it. I mean, the viewership on some of those videos alone from Vice oh, or yeah. Vox and stuff is just outrageously I mean, look huge at the, numbers. Look at the uh, the numbers on Infowars when they were still had their YouTube shit. It was mm-hmm. in the, the tens of millions. Yeah, a video. Mm-hmm. People also listen to the radio. People yeah. think the radio is dying. It damn sure is not. Shit, it's really no. not. Yeah, I was kind of surprised at how much. You can't take your TV with you. Yeah, mm-hmm. radios in. And I mean, yeah, between radios and uh, radio shows like you know, eight ninety Rush and everything, you know, mm-hmm. WLS, um, podcasts, stuff like that. I mean, that's what people listen to during the yeah. day when they're working. That, that's I, what is available to them. I moved that way, like in probably what the last six months or so. I just turned it on to AM radio, AM talk radio, and mm-hmm. I'll be damned if I've turned it off. I turn, actually accidentally hit a button and went to country radio for like. An hour, and I was like, "Wow, mm-hmm. this is different. This is kind of nice." Well, like we got into the car earlier. We got in my car earlier to go to the gas station before work, and what was it on? Eight ninety. See, I didn't even notice because yeah. it's just, just normally on. on the car. So yeah, I, I, I totally do now. I remember yeah. it now, but it's just like whenever I get in my car, that's what it's on. So mm-hmm. if I'm lucky enough to get off at halfway <clears throat> decent time, I get to listen to a bit of Shapiro and stuff before he's mm-hmm. done. And you're not lucky if that's happening. <laughs> well, I don't get to listen to Rush very often. Yeah. I, I did listen to him for a little bit today, but yeah, I got we went to Pandora and listened to music. But yeah, no, it's yeah, it's surprising how much I listen to that now. But and people should, yeah, it's absolutely. If you are a listener, an avid listener, a voracious listener of us and like us, you should tell people you know about us. And That'd they, be nice. And they can listen. Mm-hmm. I totally support that. That's really all I got for 20. Not a whole lot going on. Yeah, no, 100%. I just wanted to update the ratings. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. curious last week. We talked about, we learned it out loud, like I said. Yeah, so. Bernie's not saying a whole lot. Biden went on The View and he's said some dumb his thing. words. That's what they were saying, yeah. He's um, just not a Gary. He's not a very good speaker. Yeah, I'm not. That's part of it. I'm not chalking it up too much. No. Oh, he's having a stroke. No, no. he's not having <laughs> a fucking stroke. He's just an old dummy. Yeah. Who's tripping over his words? I mean, I mean for Tommy fuck, slurs his for texting. Fuck, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, we thought he was. We literally thought, <laughs> I, I he, thought was he was dying. <laughs> I didn't know what the hell he week. said. I started using that now. Like whenever I have like horrible string of typos, I'm just like, sorry, I had a stroke. <laughs> I'm good. I'm <laughs> back I'm good now. I'm good now. We're fine. This is what I meant. He was asking us a legitimate question, and, <laughs> and dude, I read it four I, times, no, and I didn't even have this. And I'm I'm when, used to talking to Cody, who's an avid listener. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and it's like I I can usually pick out exactly what people mean. I didn't have a. What you were saying, I'm not gonna lie. you it, didn't. It was like ten minutes later. I looked back at it. And you, were, you guys were like, "Did you have a stroke?" And I looked at what I said, and I didn't know. What I was trying <laughs> You're to just say. like, "Shit, I don't even remember what I was saying." <laughs> I mean, I was either you know, he said stroke. I was going down the road of like, "Did you drop your phone and have the app open?" Right. And Moses stepped on. I, was saying, I thought shit. maybe your dog was t- texting Moses, us. the 200 plus pound mastiff. Yeah, he's, giant bastard. Love he's him. He's a beautiful puppy. He is. I love him. I am six foot three, and I can not straddle him and have my feet planted completely on the floor. Yeah, it's pretty serious. <laughs> He's a big boy. I can ride him like a like a horse. I'm not gonna ride him like a horse, but he pushes me up. We need to get doggy T-shirts, and we'll take him to the 
to a rally sometime. <laughs> Team Bella. Teacher be like an XXL and for for it for him to fit in it. Yeah. Team Bella. Can, a normal T-shirt will fit on a dog. Now I don't know how he would react. He'll love it. You think? Oh, I thought you were gonna you were gonna put T-shirts on the dogs. Or we're gonna have T-shirts made of the dogs. No, no, we're gonna T-shirts have on the. Do- on we're gonna have orphan tees oh, for the orphan dogs. Orphan tees for the dogs. Oh. We'll just have to print them on the back. Dude, Bella logos in the back. Out of that. Bella loves clothes. Yeah. Cool. Oh so yeah. Twenty-four pound Boston Terrier. Yeah, so but that's the have... thing. We don't. We can't make clothes that small. I guess we can do like onesies. <laughs> Cut the bottom buttons off. You know, just a little T-shirt. I'll find a fl- We don't have to do it. I can find oh, some place to do it. Her her her. Uh... Her sweater's not going to say OED Studios on it. It's going to say Team Sass. <laughs> we'll give Moses a free speech shirt so he can bark whenever he wants. <laughs> I don't or like that. Our First Amendment shirt. Because it'd be perfect. It'd be on the back. It is on the back. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Oh, shit. All right. So we got the 2020 update out of the way. You want to hear some... Well, that's some, a fuck to the some, Pope. Too. Some Pope stuff. I heard the Pope did some stuff. Yeah, he did a little thing. Did he poop? So, yeah, $500,000 worth of poop. So the Vatican announced this uh, past weekend that Pope Francis, who once lobbed a thinly veiled job at the uh, at, at Trump administration by saying, builders of walls sow fear and divide people, he donated $500,000 to aid migrants in Mexico. The money will be used to house and feed migrants, and will split among 27 projects in 16 Mexican dioceses and religious congregations. Almost 75,000 migrants coming home from Honduras, or coming up from Honduras, El Salvador, and Guatemala, the Vatican says, have been stranded near the Mexican border and are unable to enter the United States without a home or livelihood. Stranded. Um, I mean, they did it to themselves. They didn't have to go, um, and unable to enter the United States. I mean, that's just law. You can't just can't just do that. So he's donating a lot of money to help him. Whatever. I mean, if they want to feed him, it's like, well, then they're going to be doing pretty good there, right? Why don't they just stay in Mexico? Uh, um. Yeah. Are we going to touch on the elephant in the room? The whole 75,000 people? Yeah. So 75,000. That's a lot of people, right? It is. $500,000. Okay. Do the math. Did it. It's not not a lot of money uh, uh, per person. Exactly how much was it, Tom? $6.66 per migrant. (laughs) If you are the fucking Pope... Do the math. Of the goddamn... of, Of the Catholic religion... Don't you think you'd have somebody checking this out? Of all the mother... Like, okay, man. Like, <laughs> 666? Like, this is, like, your guys' <laughs> thing. Like, how many times do they talk about this in the Bible? Like, Mark of the Beast. Mark of the it's, Beast. It's kind of a thing, right? It's like, right? dude, people already think this guy is a wolf in sheep's clothing antichrist. Why? And <laughs> this is the shit that he pulls up. No, I think it's obviously just a coincidence. I'm not... I don't, and, think and, and I'm the more religious person here, and I'm not even like, I don't, oh my god, it's freaking hilarious. Though I don't think he did it on purpose. But no, I mean, there's got to be an. In, I don't know if there's interns at the Vatican. Why didn't they just do six hundred thousand? Yeah, four hundred thousand, five hundred twenty-two thousand, anything. <laughs> Why five hundred thousand for seventy-five thousand? Like that's not even hard math. I don't know, guys. 
I'll play devil's advocate. <laughs> I'll put on Pun my, intended. I, yeah, that's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put I'll put on my tin foil eye patch. <laughs> yes, tin foil we're eye patch. There. We're we're making uh, progress. Holy crap! What if he did know? I mean, it's, what if he says fuck these migrants? Well, I mean, basically, it is a slap giving him six well, bucks. Six bucks is a decent way in Mexico, I guess. Now, I will say he's giving it to a wide like. He's not giving each one six bucks. He's, he's no, I know it's spreading out over the different projects the and everything else, and it's, it's helping. So it, it is going to help, and I I really am okay with helping these people. Like, yeah, get them a bus ticket back to their own fucking well, country. Seriously though, like these people that are coming from from Honduras and Guatemala and El Salvador, they're they're a lot of them are trying to seek asylum. There are a lot of them that are trying to get here and do nefarious things, thanks to the Mexican cartels that are on the border. That are basically telling them, "Hey, if you don't do this, we're going to kill you." They're Tijuana. They have they had people getting shot daily in the migrant uh, enclaves because the the cartels just walking through these places, going, "Hey, this is what you're going to do." Um, no, and then they get shot and then move on to the next person. So it's just like this is the thing that's happening. The cartels are manipulating these people to do these things, and it's just it's just expounding. Like, why don't we have a, sim- a simpler system? You want to claim asylum in the United States? Send a fucking email. Send a letter. You know? I mean, go to an embassy. Write up, you know, say you want to seek asylum in the United States. They'll fill out the paperwork. Move on. And then wait. I'm sorry you live in a really shithole country. But you do. And if you want to leave that country and come to the United States for asylum, I am 100% supportive of that. That is why we're here. We're here to help. Mm -hmm. The problem is... We have all these people that are just flooding in. It's overwhelming our system. We can't help the people who actually need help. Yeah, and I've seen a lot of comments on on this on different articles and and Facebook posts and all that kind of stuff of uh, of Catholics who are commenting and saying, "So this is where my donations are going." Like there, there's a lot of them that are pissed off. I mean, they give to the church, and then this is it's something that they disagree with. I mean, obviously, it's a donation. You can't really do anything about it. And I'm not saying don't give to your church, but there was a lot of people who were upset, especially since the Pope lives behind, you know, 30-foot walls, however tall they are. Right. I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's like if, you know, right now, like the wall is not even the concern. The entire system needs to change. If you don't want to give us a wall, the, okay, let's fix the system. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm kind of, I'm not over the wall. I think we need a wall. I think it'd be great. But at the same time, like, there's a lot of the system that we could fix too because that shit ain't doing very well either. Mm hmm. But yeah, that's all I got on, on Z Pope this week. So let's just transition from Pope and the border to the border. What's going on, Tommy? Basically, the uh, same old, same old. These guys are still coming over. They're, the DHS is going to start doing DNA testing, I did see, to verify the relationship between the children and the adults that are accompanying them across the border. So that's cool. How yep. long that's going to take, you know, it's yeah. not going to be overnight. But right. So but that. that's that. Kind of, that could potentially help with the trafficking thing. Yeah, no, for sure. It definitely could help. And then another thing was, you mentioned that video, it was either last week or the week before, 
about the armed cartel that was bringing migrants across the U.S. border that was escorting them across. I found that, and that is a real thing. They were really doing that. So that is for sure, you know, confirmed by multiple sources on Orphan's American Dream. That video is fucking sick. It's terrible. It's just stupid wild. It's wild. And, you know, you, you, I wondered when I saw that. I was like, what are they making these people do right now? Mm-hmm. You know? I'm, I mean, what do these what are these people involved in that they would rather not be, but the cartel? I mean, they had they had they had they had like rifles. So I mean, what do you do? And then that fiasco with the soldiers getting stopped and disarmed. There's a lot of speculation now that that was a cover up to keep military personnel away from a certain area so the cartel could push things across the border. And it was just, you know, the police working with the cartel, which is a normal thing in third world countries. I'm not really sure if Mexico qualifies as a third world country, but they're doing a lot of third world country things. It's the same kind of shit we dealt with in Iraq with the Iraqi police. Funny you mentioned Iraq. You talked about Venezuela. Does Mm -hmm. it make me a hypocrite? I'm not sure yet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not okay with what needs to happen, what's probably could happen as far as us getting involved in Venezuela. Does it make me hypocritical if I think that our military or our special forces or our elite police, can we just go and eradicate the cartels? Does that make me hypocritical? So... Funny you mention that because I think there was some serious talks about a Mexico US like alliance to help get rid of the cartels years ago. And it didn't go anywhere and then the CIA CIA got CIA oh, got yay. involved and obviously they don't want to start they don't want to stop the cartels. Fuck no. You know, they're they're baby brothers. So <laughs> Now we're at a point now to where even if we wanted that, the governments are so corrupted with the cart. The cartel runs these countries. You know, that was the goal, and this is the end game. The, the president of Mexico right now is apparently not. He is fighting the cartels, so he says. But how hard would it be for him just to be the same problem that the last one was? They're just turning a blind eye because it's easier to work with the cartels than it is to fight them, which yeah. I'm sure it is. But, and I'm sure there's a lot less bloodshed if you do. You know, you kind of pick the devil you know, I guess. But it is a very odd situation. I reckon. But, I mean, shit, you know. Maybe things in Mexico would be a little different for these migrants if there weren't the cartels. I'm sure it would be. I'm um, 100% sure definitely it would help out some of our drug problem. Yeah, long term it would be great to eradicate the cartels. I think Mexico is worried about the short term. And, yeah. and then there's the fact that, you know, most of their government is corrupted in, it, in themselves. Uh-huh. They don't want to stop it. You know, they're probably getting paid. So, I mean, I had a buddy who was involved in the Mexican, in a lot of the Mexican elections. Um, doing PR work and social media stuff for him. And uh, he told me, oh, what was the number? I want to say 239 because that's really sounds pretty clear. But don't quote me on that. It was definitely over 200 
elected or not 200 elected 200 people candidates running for government office that were assassinated during just the 2018 or 17 elections wow <clears throat> a major round of elections that was going around throughout the country of Mexico and hmm. he said 200 over 200 of them were assassinated in running just because you know they said they were against the cartels right. and that's why they got offed yep and that's common in these countries like Mexico and even more common in countries like El Salvador and Guatemala and these these places where these people are fleeing from mm-hmm. it's horrible and I wish they could get here and get the better life they deserve. But when we have such, like I said earlier, too much of an influx overwhelms the system. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not a fantastic system. It's a horrible with. system. Yeah. And it just oh, makes us could, look but, bad. But Trump Trump is getting heavily criticized because he wants to bring into bring a merit-based system in. Yeah. And and you know what? That wouldn't affect the asylum situation because asylum is completely different. Yeah. <clears throat> but... It would just, I mean, it's just a joke and it makes us look like horrible people when all we're saying is we can't do this because we're not capable. We don't have the infrastructure for the amount of overwhelming need that there is. Like, where's Canada in all this? I mean, we could just just as easily send them north. And Canada could help. Have they offered? No, no, no. They'll take motherfuckers from ISIS. But goddamn, does they help anybody in this continent? Yeah, for sure. That's crazy. Blame Canada. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. With their beady little eyes. So I heard something that was perusing around the interwebs today, lounging in the recliner. Um, Alex Jones and Infowars, which they are awesome. Yeah, <laughs> they uh, okay, it's still going. I was watching because I saw that Ted Nugent was on, and I love Uncle Ted. Heck yeah! You guys don't get to hear Uncle Ted if you want to go to infowars.com oh, and you can dick tease there. Watch it. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> um, he had some uh, border things. Fox News local, ABC News local from California and New York and Michigan and Texas and local health department officials and Border Patrol talking to local news saying we're ordered to release them. They've got diseases. We even released people with 105 fevers and bumps all over their bodies. It's obviously smallpox. That's right, smallpox is coming in. Wait till smallpox starts spreading. That really can kill you. Measles, you know, maybe about a one out of 5,000 die that get it, who have run-down immune systems. Now, smallpox, it gets you a nice 20% dead or so, even in modern times. How about a little bit? That's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Good times. And... You know, people want to call him crazy, want to call him whatever, but... Damn it, he's right. Health officials. Way too often. Local news. People actually reporting on things. Like, talking to Border Patrol. Talking to ICE. Mm Mm-hmm. Man. So, I mean, if you want to be skeptical of that, be skeptical. But 
definitely go and check it out. I was, I had a hard time linking from his video that was on Instagram Mm -hmm. to the whole video so I could find it and see the before and after, but I just thought that was relevant, talking about the border. Mm -hmm. I mean, we talked about the measles outbreak and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, this is something definitely to watch for. That is the this is part of the puzzle. Yeah. As far as measles outbreak, which mm-hmm. I mean, eh, whatever mm-hmm. you want to think about that, if you've heard our thoughts, mm-hmm. but this is a key to it too. It's not just people not vaccinating. These are people coming from crappy countries that don't have the healthcare infrastructure that we have. Yep. They don't have. Some some of the places they don't have toilets, they don't have this, they don't have that. Yep. So, smallpox is serious. It's fucked up. It's very serious. And we're just releasing these people into the public into the public because that's the policy. Because they'd be racist not to. Well, it's not only that, but that's the policy. That's the law that's in yeah. place. Why can't we fucking fix it? Yep. It's crazy. Don't listen to us. We're just orphans of the American dream. <clears throat> Making sense doesn't happen in Washington or the state capitals. So, so what's this about this Uber driver? In? Mm-hmm. Seen well, uh, there was a uh, Uber driver in New York, um, and he has been fired and is now facing lawsuit from a woman, a 20-year-old college student and she posted her incident on reddit and earlier this month and it is it kind of went viral um she explained the whole thing in detail um how she's in college in upstate new york and she doesn't have a car on campus because it's expensive and whatever so she relies on uber and lyft and these other companies and everything and well she found out she was pregnant and she decided that uh in a she wanted to get an abortion uh, because she said, quote, I'm in no position to care for a child. Uh, she ended up making an appointment at a clinic about an hour from her university uh, because the Planned Parenthood nearby had a schedule that didn't work for her. Uh, and so she called Uber and, or you know, set up an Uber driver and everything. Um, she said when... Uh, the driver picked her up about five minutes in the car. Uh, he asked, uh, or she gave the uh, the address and everything, whatever. And he says, are we going to Planned Parenthood? And she said, no, uh, because they weren't. They were just going to a different uh, clinic. Um, and a few more minutes went by after it was a little bit awkward. And he says, are we going to an abortion clinic? Uh, and she was shocked. She had no idea what to say and just remained quiet uh, because... She all she did was give the doctor's name and the address, whatever. Well, obviously, if he puts that into the map, it's probably going to come up with the what clinic it is. Right. Um, so he obviously had a good idea. She was so shocked that he knew, and uh, he's he he said, "I know, you know, it's none of my business." But and then he proceeded to mention something about his wife being pregnant and how awful the procedure was, um, and proceeded to explain in graphic detail, and that there is so much they don't tell you. Um, he said that you're also going to regret your, regret your decision for the rest of your life and that she was making a mistake. Um, they were about halfway to the clinic, according to the woman, when the driver suddenly pulls over with no warning. He said, I'm sorry, but I can't take you the rest of the way. I can take you back, but you won't be able to find another Uber out here. 
The woman said she got a hold of her boyfriend who advised her to call the clinic and inform them that she was late because she got out of the car and she was crying and she tried to call her parents several times and didn't answer. So she got a hold of the boyfriend and all this and the uh, driver didn't leave her stranded. He waited for about 10, 15 minutes and again said, listen, I can take you back. He said, I'm just not going to take you there. Um, and she refused. Um, she called a cab company. The cab came and got her and she made it to her appointment an hour late. Um, but she reported that it says the driver who otherwise had good reviews from patrons was fired after the woman filed a report against him. She said, I reported the driver to Uber and the next day I filed a police report with my city's police department. But getting the driver fired does not appear to be enough for the student. She says, however, I'd like to pursue further legal action against the driver if at all possible. Do I have a case? What should be my next steps? She says she has reached out to the law firm and a few legal aid societies, but nothing has happened. I'm not sure what I should do now, the woman said. I'm not even sure how she could sue him. I don't know what her what it would be. Yeah, I mean, legally he didn't do anything wrong. No, I mean, but did Uber. He, did he charge her for the Uber? I mean, she he did get her somewhere. Well, yeah, that's not what she wanted to do. Uh, I have no idea how that, how that part works. Uh, but Uber has fired the driver uh, for not doing their job i guess but you know see from their point of view if it's against the person's i don't know if it's against the person's religion or or whatever Mm -hmm. i have no idea what his circumstances are when it comes to that but um being fired is a little ridiculous and now she's wanting to sue and i mean do everything she can yeah i mean she's not gonna get to just legally it's that's a joke but I really don't disagree with the way this story panned out. I mean, he had a job to do, and he didn't want to do it. He wanted to go on his personal beliefs, whatever they were. And I totally agree with his right to do that. But that has consequences. Do I think firing a guy who has no negatives on his record over something like that is a go-to? I would say probably not, but I'm not his boss. I'm not surprised they fired him, and I think they have every right to fire him. He didn't do his job. Mm -hmm. But... That's a the difference between corporate policy and moral compass. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a problem with what he did, but I'm not going to throw the social outrage mob at him mm-hmm. because he didn't. Either way, who gives a shit? Yeah, you know, if this girl, I don't feel bad for these people that go have abortions because they're irresponsible. Like, mm-hmm. you could have sucked your boyfriend's dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you didn't have to let him blow it deep. If you're not prepared to deal with the repercussions of having sex without protection, you you stick with the two A's. Yeah, abstinence or anal. It's that simple. <laughs> he, he had no idea where you're going. <laughs> uh, no, but, but yeah, I mean, there's consequences to your action. You have free. You have freedom to do what you want. I, I think firing was a little. Absolutely, much. I, I agree. I agree. Personally, I pr- yeah, but I mean, I, I wouldn't. They but. did that because of the outrage culture, mm-hmm. but also they have. I mean, that's he violated their, something. Yeah, that's I'm their sure. Prerogative. They don't just fire people. Big big companies like mm-hmm. that just don't fire people because of whatever. Right, and Uber's There's been in the reason. spotlight because of this for yeah. outrage stuff before. So mm-hmm. I would assume they probably have something in there. It's like, hey man, follow the fucking rules. And I mean, hey, it sucks. Shut this, up and drive. Basically. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, it's shitty for that guy. I wish, mm-hmm. he, wish he gets work. Like, I wish we knew how we could. 
Here would we be can my, help. I mean, I would have done it a little different, I think. But I'm an odd person, I guess. I would have punched in the address and be like, I don't think I want to take you there. I'll, I'll sit here. You can wait in the car until another one comes. Uh, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, this. if if he was going to do that, that decision should have been made before she got. Yeah, the don't pussyfoot around it. Yeah, and don't they don't don't they uh, don't you put in the address of where you want to go before they come and pick you up? I'm pretty sure you tell them where you want to go first. I have no idea because mm-hmm. I know Uber. I know there's plenty of Uber drivers that refuse because they don't want to go somewhere. Like if you're in the club area in like the city. And you call for an Uber. There might be nine of them in the area, and only one of them will come by because they don't want to leave this area. If you're going all the way out the other side of town to your hotel, that's a lot of money they're going to miss out on if they can just usher people back and forth from bar to bar. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, you punch in where you want to go. Like when we went to the concert, we got mm-hmm. that Uber, and I had to cancel it because you're a douchebag and passed out. Then I had to get another Uber, and I got charged anyway. Yeah, I mean, I feel bad for that, but I mean. <laughs> I, hey, hey! I took I took six staples to the head with no anesthesia for that concert. Okay. What can you do? Yeah. Yeah, I'm curious to see if the uh, if any kind of lawsuit happens. I'm kind of curious to see if it goes anywhere. Yeah. Probably won't. All right. But yeah. if there's an update, I'm not a lawyer, but I can't see what she would be able to do here. Nothing. It's just one person wanted. <clears throat> Stick it to somebody. Yeah, what you can do next, right? Mm-hmm. But so let's talk about taxes. Amazon's been in the news lately. Everyone's bitching because they're not paying any taxes. Trump's bitching because they're not paying any taxes. But here's the thing, people Amazon owns a website. They're not selling all the products that are on Amazon. They actually smell, sell, I'm pretty sure it's a minority now, of the products on Amazon. It's mostly third-party, and that's what they want. They want to keep going for more third-party sellers. This is why they're not paying taxes, because they're not profiting on the items being sold. There is some concern saying that what they're doing is predatory to keep their prices low on the stock market or whatnot. So how you do this is you just keep yourself so you're not making money, so you can't get taxed, basically. And by what they're doing is selling things for extremely cheap under cost so that they can write those off as negative losses at the end of the year. Well, if that is a problem, then somebody needs to call Sam's Club, Aldi's, Walmart, the list goes on. Because you're not making any money on a 95-cent gallon of milk, great value brand at Walmart, when the next one next to it when the when the gallon next to it is three ninety five. Are you talking about that picture you saw on Facebook? I am talking about that picture. Yeah, that was a gallon next to the half gallon. Either way. Well, I mean, ninety five cents for a half gallon compared to two or three bucks for a gallon. That's 
that picture was, was stupid. That's all I was saying. I don't oh, disagree sorry. with your point, but but it's the same. It's the same issue. They're all doing the same thing. If we're going to do that, then fine. Let's do that and bitch at everybody. It's a volume thing in retail, though. But yeah, they sell a shit pile of milk. No, so they for can sure. make a couple cents per gallon. Whatever. Yeah. Right. And it's the same thing with Amazon. Like Amazon's doing the same thing. They're just playing the game like everybody else has. They're just the biggest in the bowl right now. And I don't think there's anything wrong. I think Amazon's great. The the store side of it. I think they do some things that people don't like. I kind of agree. I kind of don't care. It doesn't matter. But on the store side, they're moving away from the Walmart world. Think of Walmart, but every product sold is sold by somebody else. Walmart is just the building. It's just a farmer's market. They're just a facility. That's what Amazon is trying to become. And they're getting real they're they're going closer to that every year. More people are selling on Amazon. More people are selling products on Amazon. And that's what they want. And what are they doing? They're making people self sufficient entrepreneurially. And instead of just taking all the money for themselves, they could do that. But they don't. <clears throat> they did in the beginning. And now they're moving towards letting other people make money? This doesn't sound like a greedy corporation. I don't know. They're buying other places out, too. I mean, they bought Whole Foods. They bought a whole bunch of other shit. <clears throat> so, I mean, I wouldn't give them a pass completely. No, for sure. I mean, they're, they're, they're expanding their business model. But as far as the, the online store Amazon goes, like, that's golden. They're they're doing great things. They don't have to. Like there's there's over five hundred thousand people selling products on Amazon. Half a million people are selling products on Amazon. That's crazy. Amazon didn't have to give any of those people the ability to do that. They're just normal people like anybody, like us, like everybody, you know? Anybody can do it. And people are. But that's my take on that. I just think they're getting a bad rap. Well as far as the Amazon Walmart store up too. Goes I mean, they probably don't pay They I'm sure they don't pay shit for taxes either. Well, I mean yeah. They they they, they have a, a group of tax lawyers and whatever that mm-hmm. find the loopholes and the whatever to make things work. And on the other side of Amazon too, they're not even structured like their their headquarters isn't even in the United States. Like they're not even a United States company. Technically, yeah, technically, I don't I don't like all this technically bullshit. Well, then we need to technically change the tax code. If we went to a flat rate tax code, you pay this much. There are no exceptions. Then there is yeah. none of this. Well, technically, I I agree. I mean, everybody pays five percent. Oh, but that means the rich are going to pay so much less. They're going to pay a us. fuck ton of money. It's like no, they're going to pay five percent of their wealth, just like you're paying five percent mm-hmm. of your wealth, you and that's how fairness works. You want fairness in the tax code? That's how you get it. Mm-hmm. You don't get it by making the rich pay everything, and you don't get to pay nothing. One hundred percent. But whatever, we'll never get that. I'm curious to what places like eBay. You know, obviously they take a chunk of every sale mm-hmm. and like every or whatever. I wonder what their taxes are. Yeah, well, they're they're very similar to Amazon. The only difference is 
is um well actually they're not much different than Amazon. They're actually even they don't even have warehouses. They don't do any of that. They don't actually have property no, or it's, businesses it's or employees. Online like, it's literally only from person to person. That's not true. Because eBay sells things on eBay now. eBay's evolved a lot in recent years. It's not just people and people like it used to be. I believe they do have. I, 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 well, don't do quote have me. I think they do have warehouses. I think it's much more like Amazon than you would think. Part of it. It's just but on, the heart and soul of that company is. It, it was built on people. person to person. Mm-hmm. I would question whether it's the heart and soul still. I don't know, man. People like auctions. I no, no for idea. sure, I, and 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 that's that's a that's a product of that's a difference in eBay. A lot of their things are auction, but some of those things that are auction are owned by eBay now. Yeah, you know, it's just instead of having a set price, you auction it. But yeah, I mean, for sure, it's Amazon's not the only guy. Oh no, and it's easy to fix it. We just never will. Well, it's easy to aim at the top, top of the top. Yeah, and it's e- and it's also easy for the other side of the coin to keep it as complicated as possible, because the people like Amazon have the money to find every loophole impossible mm-hmm. and, and get around it. You know, I mean, not I'm not giving the right of pass on this. You know, they're the Fuck ones. No. Who, they're the ones who gave us this tax code that we have. Trump said he's going to make it simpler, and I mean, he did. But let's be real, all he did was polish a turd. Can't be done. You guys proved me wrong on that. And, I mean, it helped out. Did great things. But it still is the same bullshit tax code we had before. It's just a little easier to follow, which means nothing to us because it's still too complicated for the common man to do. I don't know. I do my taxes. Well, you're not the common man. You're a Sasquatch. I suppose. Yeah, my thing is, though, also with Amazon, is if they pay $0 in taxes, I think it was in 2017, they were also, or for 2018 or whatever, they were getting like $150 million in a tax return. Um, I actually think, I think you'd be surprised at how often that happens like in this area. With I'm not okay with it. <laughs> no, I mean neither, but... <laughs> I, I mean, I'm sure it happens a lot with different people, again, different corporations. Think, again, Corporate just, welfare needs to be... No, for sure. Gone, gone forever. But again, also, like... This is just more to the idea. It, it's not Amazon's fault or these other corporations' fault that they know how to work the tax well, system. I'm not faulting them for falling within the rules. That's fine. But I think that they these some of these corporations, we all know Washington, D.C.'s bought and paid for, Absolutely. especially Senate Congress. But you can't tell me that they don't have their own set of lobbyists that go and... Oh, for tax code stuff? Yeah. Absolutely. No doubt. That's what I'm in my saying. Mind. That's why I'm saying they're not they're not innocent. They're taking advantage of a system that's there and they're probably wanting to keep the system there. Absolutely, but they're doing it all under the under uh, within the law. And if that's happening, then you can't like I, I'm not saying it's good. I'm saying we need to change the laws. We need to make this shit simpler. We need to make this shit bulletproof. And the right won't let that happen because corporations want to get zero tax dollars in. And the left won't th- won't let that happen because they want the rich paying all the taxes. 
and this is this is where we're at. You got normal people like us who are just like, you know, if everybody just paid five, ten percent, maybe maybe even fifteen percent, fuck, I don't know what the number would be. Maybe if we all just paid an X percent, everybody's paying the same amount per their wealth across the board, top to bottom, businesses, people, everybody done over. Beam me up, Scotty. Mission over, you know? You're in La La Land. Never, Absolutely. I never going to happen. Mm-hmm. For that to happen, the government would have to spend less. Would they, though? Well, because, I mean, if Hold we're, we're going to get... No, 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 no. You listen. I'll if listen. If we're going to get listen. that through, we're going to get rid of some other fucking things. For sure, but why? Well, I think we would make more money. That's fine. I'm okay with having a fucking... Well, we won't be fine, because we have... So much fucking debt. What I'm saying is, if we we have the ability to get the tax code changed, why wouldn't we go for more? Mm-hmm. I think the only way that's going to happen is with an armed revolt. Well, okay. So you got to think about it like this. Tax code, they're going to have to rein in spending. No. Yes. Why? Why do we need to spend things on things? Our government is not supposed to be this big. I get it. I get it. But, okay, I don't disagree with you. But what I'm saying is, if you put it at ten or fifteen percent, no, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with your whatever you're saying. I'm right. just saying the only way it's going to happen is if it's an extreme circumstance. And what does it matter at that point? We're going to be changing things for the better. Well, for sure. But I mean, I, what I'm saying is, I think it would bring in more money. I don't. Think it would be- bring in more money, but we don't need to have more money. <clears throat> we need to cut our budget. We don't need to spend what we spend. There's no fucking way. No, so, I agree with that. There's no reasonable explanation for us to be spending what we're spending. No, for sure. But we could do everything we need to do for far less than we do it for. Yes. And honestly, I thought that's what Trump was going to do. But In its annual report filed to the SEC in February 2018, Amazon estimated that not only would the company not be paying anything in 2017 federal income taxes, but it would be getting a 137 million dollar tax refund okay you know why that is well it's because between their tax credits and their stocks and everything else mm, maybe that has something to do with it but think of it it's simpler it's simpler than that they pay taxes on every dollar they made throughout the year so they're getting that back because uh their expenses outweigh their profits so they don't have to pay the taxes on it so how did Amazon, which reported $5.6 billion in profit, expect to get money from the federal government in April? It says, tax credits and stocks. Amazon lists two line items that likely got them here. Tax credits worth $220 million and a stock-based compensation worth $917 million. These reflect the normal workings of the tax system, according to the Annette Nellen, professor and director of the Master of Science and Taxation program at San Jose University. Just I would stress Amazon is just following the provisions that are in the law. Right. Companies aren't required to spell out which tax credits that they claim in their annual report, but Nellen said that they'll likely include write-offs for research and development, domestic production, and equipment uh, depreciation for Amazon. Stock-based compensation, on the other hand, is spelled out a bit more clearly. Stocks are often handed out as a form of compensation to employees, usually executives, at small startups without much cash on hand. It's also a common incentive for executives to make the company more profitable. Companies are taxed on their income, which is revenue minus costs. Which stocks, when stocks are offered as a compensation, they are counted as a cost. This reduces the company's taxable income. Right. So tax credit is what I was saying. It's the same thing. But yeah, 
Yeah, like I said, within the rules. Change it. We should. Yeah, whatever. I'm just saying, when we change it, I mean, I think other things are going to be changed too. Oh, for sure. There's no way in hell this is happening. Not under what we, not, not under an establishment that we have. No. Or the, not even just the, just the system that we have. Yeah, the swamp would have to be drained. Bureaucracy would have to be <clears throat> minimized. Lobbying would have to be Outlawed. shut down. Yeah. Corporate welfare would have had to be killed already. All I mean, things that should happen. We're talking. We're talking mm-hmm. craziness. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, what do we got this week for our V three? I teased it earlier. Um, it's actually from our fucking cock tease. It's actually from Vice, right? Did I get it from Vice? I don't know. I'm pretty sure it came from Vice. Um. But, yeah, it has to do with uh, mainstream media. Actually, specifically Fox. And I agree with them. And you guys probably will, too. So, for your listening pleasure. What is wrong with this president? How dumb is he? The purpose of a journalist is to hold people in power accountable. Now we're going to vet the president. We're going to talk about his vacation, his golfing. Two golf. Now what this video is, because I thought they were going to say at the beginning, and I forgot they didn't. Um, It's if Fox News were to report on Donald Trump like they did during the Obama administration. Back to it. Yep. Foddings for the president cost $2.9 million. That alone is amazing. Should a president, the leader of the free world, be on a social network tweeting? No. He's, he's kind of a celebrity president. He's kind of like Ryan Seacrest. This is a president who does not really know what he wants to do. He simply wants to be popular with everybody, every audience before which he stands. The president seems almost obsessed with cable TV, or am I wrong? This is a president who rules by executive authority. Um, uh, executive action. When he's not doing executive actions, he's out on the golf course. The president heads to Florida for a boys' weekend of golf. Yes, this president is the beneficiary of the vision and the action of his predecessor. The rule used to be a sitting president doesn't criticize his predecessor, especially by name. Has not, any no. president, president in your lifetime no. taken on this kind of tone, this kind of harshness, either towards his predecessor or towards a single media outlet? I have never seen this before. He, without the teleprompter, uh, the president doesn't know exactly what to do correctly. The president... That's funny. Says the TV anchor. <laughs> budget that he gave today all right doesn't cut any deficit it increases the debt for the man who said we have to get our deficit under control he's not doing it he's maybe he's it's like it's like golf mr president you play a lot of that he's certainly not acting like the most transparent president in history is he what 
what's in those records that you don't want us to know about? Once again, he's, he's pandering to the worst regimes and thugs and dictators. This is a president that is, is acting like a dictator. This is a president who's, who is ignoring the rule of law and siding with, with lawbreakers. This is a president now who's demonstrated that he will lie to push through a program. And once the president tweets it, then it becomes canon. Oh, that's a fact. The president says it's a fact. He's in love with campaigning. He's going to fundraisers tonight. He achieved that significant accomplishment earlier today while vacationing in Florida on your dime. This president and the people around him are convinced that God has anointed him to fix everything in one fell swoop. That's not how American politics work. That's not how life works. This is a president who has become known, I think, to the public as a blamer. He never makes any concessions. He always treats his opponents as though they're enemies. We have a president who can never admit he's wrong. He's so insecure and vain at the same time. He doesn't realize that the president has that power to set a tone and other people follow it. What he's really trying to do uh, is to divide the country and to get his people to turn out to vote. He simply doesn't like being mocked. Maybe he's a little thin-skinned. I've been saying, Mr. President, put your pants on, sit at the table, man up. Skip the trash talk. It only diminishes the office of the president. If you want to work with somebody, you don't call them names. This is a very quick and easy, cheap way to score political points, but it's a terrible, corrosive way for a president of the United States to govern a country. Why don't you talk in an aspirational way to people and be more positive and more uplifting? Mr. President, you need to stop acting like a schoolyard bully and start acting like the leader of the free world. Mr. President, everyone is laughing at us. You're like a schoolyard bully. No one's afraid of you. Putin sure as hell isn't. With all due respect, Mr. President, maybe it is time you stopped looking at a TV tuned to Fox and looked in a mirror tuned to, I don't know, you. Thank you very much. And thank you, Mr. President, for watching tonight. Now, the glaring double standard that exists here is nothing short of incredible. What is wrong? Yeah, that's not CNN talking about Trump. That is... Fox News talking if, about Obama. But if you didn't say that, it sounds exactly how CNN mm -hmm. talks. I, I I have said this multiple times, mm -hmm. and I don't think anybody's like disagreeing with me. I just like Fox News and CNN are the exact same fucking thing. It just depends on who the president is. Like I swear to God, they meet in a room when the sides when when the power switches sides. And they just trade fucking scripts. Yeah, okay, here's the notes that I was going to say. Yeah, they just give them the whole thing. Here's, here's your next four years of talking points. Here's our next four years of talking points. See you in four years. We'll see what happens. I mean, seriously, like, some of those things were word for word what they say about Trump. What mm -hmm. have I said in the past? How many companies own the media in this country? Six? Mm -hmm. Eight? Somewhere in there? I guess it's, got, many. it's gotten smaller, actually. Not uh, many. And here soon it'll be Disney. <laughs> They'll own them all. That's what happens. Yeah, it's crazy. It's why they're dying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean... 2.92 people, million people. We talked about the ratings earlier. And that was from uh, Now This. Yeah. That was not from Vice. I, maybe these people are listening um, to our show. I mean, they have... That's what I'd like to think. I think we bring, we bring truth and common sense to things. My yeah. estimation of our show. Yeah. There's yeah. three guys with who have guts who don't have shit for brains, you know? Yeah, we're not That's suckling weird. at the teat of Fox News. Oh. 
Uh, we bash them. Maybe not as often I as think CNN. The only it's time easier I with really, CNN, I find, but we don't bash them like we bash CNN. But CNN is so overtly full of shit. Yeah. I think when I talk about Fox, I think it's <clears> been said multiple times on the podcast. There's a few decent people at Fox. Yeah. I think Tucker Carlson being one of them. He's not perfect. He was in there. Yeah. I didn't agree with disagree with what he said. Right. Yeah. I think uh, a lot of it too is I think if we were doing this during the Obama years and we had the mentality that we have now, I think we've all grown a lot since I'd say the last two years of Obama into the first two years of Trump. I think a lot of our mindset has, or at least mine has, I don't know about you guys, has grown. And I would say if I had the mindset I have now during the Obama years when we were doing this, I think we would sound very similar to the way we are now. I think we would criticize Fox a lot more. And I think, honestly, I think we would have agreed with CNN a lot more. I don't think we would have sided with them, but I think as much as we disagree with Fox now, we would have agreed with CNN. And as much as we disagree with CNN, we probably would have disagreed with Fox. Yeah, fair is fair. I mean, I agree with a lot of what Trump does policy-wise. Mm-hmm. Also, I like that he's a street fighter and he calls a spade a spade. Mm-hmm. I like him. I'm like that. I right. think you two are like that mm-hmm. as well. I think the people that listen to this show are like that as well. Yeah. Um, I think it would be the same. I think it'd be a little bit different because, I mean, shit. I was, when Obama got elected the first time, I was a snot-nosed kid still. Right. I mean, when I say snot-nosed kid, I mean, I was like 23, 24. Mm-hmm. But you grow as a person. I don't know. We have to see. I think I, I disagree with Obama mostly on policy because there were things I didn't like about him, but, yeah. you know, all the whole golf thing or whatever. Like, Bush did it. Yeah. Clinton did his thing. Well, well, whatever. A, you know, yeah, Trump has gone golf and all that stuff and yeah, he does the same whatever. Thing. It, he, he takes vacations just he like normal people more. do. But you got to remember that, you know, people bitch about the tax dollars and everything else, but he also wasn't taking a salary. Oh, yeah, that for you sure. You know, so there's that. The guy wants to take a vacation, do it. He's actually doing shit when he is in the office. Yeah. He's actually changing shit. He's actually, you know, tax breaks and everything else. I mean, he's getting shit done. So if he wants to go golfing, I don't give a fuck. And Obama went golfing too. I don't care. I don't care. People take vacations. Exactly. I don't care. His wife wants to take off to... Honolulu or I don't give a yeah. shit. You're the fucking president of the United States. Your job's kind of stressful. If you need to take a couple of days off, you should be able to take a couple fucking yeah. days off. Yeah, look it costs at, a lot look of at money. every president that's gone in and then look at him four or eight years yeah. later and look how like, just physically what Absolutely. they look like Absolutely. after and, that. And like, look at Bush. Bush went to fucking his ranch in Texas a lot, mm-hmm. you know, and, and CNN bitched a yeah. lot about it. Maybe he wasn't a golfer, you know, he just <laughs> yeah. wanted to go shoot some skeet. Right? He he went down there a lot. So and did so did Clinton. <laughs> just a, just different. But no, <laughs> seriously, like No, sorry, he you, was plugging holes with cigars. <laughs> you have to you have to get God, would you want to smoke that after that? I mean I w I would I don't know. Depends maybe, on what it smelled like. Maybe not Monica Lewinsky. But yeah, like I mean 
you have to blow off some steam. You 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 have the most important job in the world, mm-hmm. and I totally don't discount any of them for needing yeah, to CNN, take a break from it. You hear CNN talking about Trump and his vacations. <clears throat> he goes to Mar-a-Lago for this, that, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, fine, whatever. Obama did it too. I don't give a shit. That's the thing that the media doesn't understand. We don't give a fuck about these yeah. things. Like, we know the government's bloated. We know it costs a lot of money. Yeah. We know we're fucked financially. But at least Trump is trying to turn the economy back on. Yeah. Yep. It's policy. It's it's not what you do on your vacation or your time off, whatever. It's what you do when you're actually in office. I used to when get you're actually working. so damn mad back 23, 24, 25-year-old Sasquatch. I used to get so pissed off because I was so against Obama. But people just assume things. Oh, you're racist. Motherfucker, I am not racist. Mm-hmm. I am not voting for him because he is a Chicago Democrat. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that means? And then I would go on a tirade telling them what a Chicago Democrat is. Mm-hmm. Oh. If he was white, cool. He'd Still say the same him. fucking thing. Yeah. Yep. If he was a Hindi, same oh, fucking thing. I, remember that I don't shit. give a rat's ass. I remember what that. your that was... skin color is, mm-hmm. what your background is. If you're a good dude, you're a good dude. If you have shitty policies, you have shitty policies. And I don't wanna, I'm not going to agree with them. Yeah. yeah. It's just maddening how quickly, you know, like it just continued for anybody who didn't like Obama. You know, it's like you're racist because you don't like him, the president. And now it's you're racist if you like the president. Yeah, I was yeah. just going to say, like, <laughs> yeah, the, that, that, that's where this all started. Is yeah. <laughs> if you didn't like Obama, it was because you're racist. I, and it's like, well, I mean, no, like. His policies are crazy. I can't tell you the amount of times I've been called racist in the last how many years. Yeah. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. And if anybody actually knows me personally, knows I'm I'm not racist, and none of us are. It's just ridiculous little thing that they like to throw at people. It's it's all they have when they don't have an argument. You mm-hmm. know, like you explain that race doesn't have a factor in the way we think and, and they don't understand that because race is literally all their decision making is based on race yeah i mean and the people who are always calling anybody racist and this and that are the people who are also you know they're separating themselves when it comes to african-americans and everything else and they always bring up race and it's like why 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 do yeah. you gotta bring up race that's why, why is this a thing it, well, it doesn't make any sense to me yeah that's what i mean like, it's like every... we're separating everybody we're americans they're like you're racist it's like whoa, whoa, whoa race had nothing to do with my decision right there i wasn't even thinking about yeah. race and it's like then you, have to, you just have to think of it from their perspective because when they make a decision, it is based on race. Mm-hmm. Everything is oh, based on Oh, we're going to hire this person because he's inter- black and we need that percentage. Yeah, we need your, that ratio. Your intersectionality is everything to these crazy Democrats who... Liber- I say leftists, the crazy yeah. leftists. Yes. Identity politics yeah. yes. all day, every day. And those are the people that are calling you racist when you, when you do and something like that. these are the that. people who know absolutely nothing about... What's going on in policy and how things actually fucking work? Most of these people, it's the freaking white dumbasses that are doing this, and and that's just it's fucking white people. I swear. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! No, but you're not wrong. Seriously, it's the white. It's the white. Who do you think is trying to get rid? You know who who got rid of the chief? The staff for a lion eye. You know the fighting a lion eye. The chief. It's it it was white people. Mm Hmm. It's that's his who was fighting it. Leftist pussies. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's you know, not it, 
Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that's not the only one. There's lots of situations yeah. like that. It's it's always the white like uh Candace Owens just had that huge speech at a, at a university out west. And when she was walking in, she had a video, and that's the video that basically looks like 1960s. Oh, man, it was terrible. It was. And everyone who was screaming at her was white. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, guys, but like, do you see Y'all how bad this looks? Look like? This looks so bad. This is the United States of fucking America this in video in, This video in 30 years is going to look pretty ridiculous. Yeah. It looks ridiculous oh, now, obviously, but... Crazy. But yeah, no, I'm done. Sorry. Irrational <laughs> people. You know, I'll go back to the whole... You talked about white people. Yeah. You know, I'm white, by the way. I am very... <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm furry, but I'm white underneath. <laughs> um, boil it down to this. People want to call you racist. They want to call me racist. I'll use me for an example. I'm not a racist. I don't like people. And I especially don't like ignorant people. Mm-hmm. So, I don't yeah, like the human I'm race. an elitist. I don't like ignorant people. You're ignoring logic, common sense, truth, fact... Mm-hmm. I don't have any use for you. Peasants. If I could legally roundhouse kick you and get away with it, I would love to. But I can't. So I'm not mm-hmm. going to. I'm just going to ignore you. I'm going to call you out on my podcast because you're a fucking idiot. I'm going to look you with one eye and just be like, fuck you. Just with one eye, though. Mm-hmm. My, my one-eyed monster. The the, the non and then, foil. And then Comrade looks covered. at you with one eye because the other one's looking off the other direction. <laughs> So don't you make fun of my disabilities. Hey, I want to look at him with four eyes because I have fair. glasses. But I'm, gonna have I'm, glasses. I'm wearing glasses right now, too, and I don't like it. I think it's sexy. I don't like it. I... It's driving me fucking nuts. <laughs> I'm sure it is. I, I'm sure it I is. I only have my headphones on. That's how much it's bothering me. Yeah, I see that. Hmm. It's nuts. They're the right prescription. I'm just not used to wearing them. I don't wear them mm-hmm. very often at all. Yeah. No, I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's totally different. All right, boys. Well, speaking of nuts... Yeah. Don't you have something? It's on the board. It just says nuts yeah, for I'm, Illinois I'm, news. I'm I don't excited. know what nuts is. I'm Get excited. this shit. Democratic state representative says men should be castrated to end abortions, taxed to store their sperm. Okay, wait, who said that? Democrat mm-hmm. Illinois rep- state representative Diane Pappas believes the answer to preventing abortions is that men should be castrated and charged to store their fun juice. So when, like, what can we do to remove people who do ridiculous things like this in Congress? Like, we're paying you to be a lawmaker, not a fucking joke. Psycho. Uh, I don't know, but I think a comment like that, that, I mean... Let me read to you this account of what happened here. So this was at... She had met with pro-life critics of the Reproductive Health Act, and this one recounted the meeting and her statements on the Wayne Township Republican website. Quote, We tried to keep politics out of this equation as we were here to represent the parish members for pro-life. I personally introduced myself as a business owner who is a licensed insurance agent. Two minutes into the discussion... She revealed her views on the topic and how we won't be able to change her mind. Jackie Hayden wrote, Her eyes connected with mine and she said, You know, ladies, with technology the way it is, we wouldn't have an abortion problem if we applied a plan. Now, I've been told it's a bit radical, but if we allowed men to be castrated, 
took the sperm to the bank, collected tax dollars on it for storage. Then when it's time to have the man decide he's ready to begin a family, well, then the problem is solved. This is ridiculous. How is this crazy person an elected official? Comments like that should, I mean, and you should be removed. She, I, okay. You guys I, see the picture of this bitch? Yeah, yeah okay. That's, she that's is great. a poster She's child. She's mad because she couldn't get any dick. Yeah. But beyond that, like, I can't imagine that she's serious. She is just making these statements because she thinks it's so ridiculous that we're making these statements about how abortion should be illegal or whatever. I feel like she looks at the pro-life side and feels like it's just as ridiculous as she knows her statements were. Well, then she has a mental health problem. What? No, she's making a point, you dingus. I don't think she's making a point. I, I mean, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. That's what that's what I would see coming from somebody like that. But I don't think she's that smart. If she is serious, and, uh, then, and yeah. Actually, it's said in the thing, this isn't the first time that something like this has come up. Um, this is reportedly the second time that Pappas has suggested this absurd, absurd plan to pro-life constituents. Well, there and, you go. I think she's just trying to get a rise out of people. Like they they push they push through stuff like this, especially like I thought this happened in the house. This is just somebody talking to some motherfuckers. Well, she was at an event. Well, that's fine, but I mean, I'm not saying it's fine. I'm just saying, like, there's been more ridiculous things said in the house chambers. In oh rebu- yeah, I have something on that in rebuke so... to a law somebody thought was legitimate. You know, where. They're not being serious. They're just trying to express how ridiculous they think the other side is being by being even more ridiculous. I don't think this is that. I mean, it might not be, but... So this comes from the Sun-Times today. You were talking about ridiculous things happening mm-hmm. in the Senate and the House. Um, you guys remember the classic song, Stairway to Heaven? Yeah. Stairway to Heaven, longer than the Senate debate over historic tax amendment. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. After just seven minutes of debate, Senate Democrats took the first major step Wednesday in advancing Governor J.B. Pritzker's goal of revamping how the state taxes income, seeking the biggest change in the state income tax since it was enacted half a century ago. Seven minutes of debate. Mm -hmm. It's like a full minute shorter. Yeah, that's a long time. way to heaven, like... Over eight minutes, just over eight minutes. In defense, that's not the ridiculousness I was talking about, but that is ridiculous. I don't care what ridiculous we were talking about. I segued. That's fine. Seven minutes. Yeah, it's ridiculous. We talked about this, the shit that gets said there. They're gonna. I mean, it's gonna pass. There's no doubt in my mind. But but luckily, it falls on the people. Like I said earlier, folks, we were talking about Venezuela. J.B. Pritzker wants to turn Illinois into Venezuela. Mm-hmm. Go buy some ammo while you still can. We might need it soon. Mm-hmm. I mean, fuck, like, I don't even know. Speaking of ammo and whatever, Saturday morning, 11 a.m. in Watsika. Yes. Illinois separation. They're going to get people together, sign the petition. I think it's like if we can get all the counties in the in the state mm-hmm. to get I don't know how many signatures it is 
It can be put on the ballot in 2020. What? Mm-hmm. Wait. Oh, the separation? Separation. Yeah. Okay. I think this is a great idea. I am okay with Chicago being separated from the rest of the state. Everyone says, oh, that mean, that, that would mean Chicago gets to keep all their money, and then the rest of the downstate would suffer. And I really kind of think it would go the other way. I don't see Chicago providing that much money when you take away all the programs that, they're not, that we're not going to be supporting anymore. You know, so there's that. But yeah, there is a lot of wealth downstate, and there's there's a lot of wealth in Chicago. Yeah, there is absolutely. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would I would argue there's probably four or five times the amount of wealth in Chicago. There's also ten times the amount of people. Exactly. But the thing is, like, I think this is a great idea, and I wish it would happen. My 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 thing, I just don't because okay, let's say it passes. Let's say we get it on the ballot. Let's say it passes. Everything is done all the way through. Because then the um, it passes on the ballot, which means it's a done deal. No, it's not a done deal. Then it goes to the feds, and the House and Senate it has to go through the House and the Senate and to the president of the federal government before it goes through. You're creating a second. You're creating a new state. That's the federal government's jurisdiction. All we're doing is saying we want to, and we have decided to. And then maybe that's well, all it's going to take to get people woken up to the horse crap that's going maybe on. Maybe you're state. right, and that's the thing is it, it, whether or not it's going to be an easy thing or you know, I, it, yeah. it, you know, it's the fact is the people big... are trying to do something. Everybody is like you know, quit bitching or you know, change something. Well, people are stepping up and they're trying. They're finally trying to change something. If that's all it comes of it, you know, if it doesn't pass and and if it brings people together and and actually makes people listen. Uh, in Chicago or in Springfield or you know whatever to get shit changed that's good no I totally good agree I totally agree with that and I'm, I full, like I said I fully support yeah that. no no I, I'm not fighting you on it or whatever <clears throat> no but I know like, I know it's, it's but, people doing something it's people coming yeah. together and doing something to try to change something for the better it's like the state of Jefferson out in California mm-hmm. and Oregon and uh, I want to say Nevada where they were trying to get that done. I mean, I fully support that too. Like the, the we we need to try to do these things. And I mean, fuck, true story. If we get, let's say we get on the ballot and we do pass it, and the and the and the state actually ratifies it and says, yeah, we're gonna separate. Even if the federal government doesn't, like, we can still just draw a fucking line and say fuck the feds. Like, it's not hard to do. We could still be called Illinois. Who gives a shit? Like, hey, Chicago, you're gonna pay your own taxes. We're gonna pay our own taxes. Do yourself, do your, do your, do your thing. And I think there's just a lot of people in Chicago that would support this because they yeah. think that they have the wealth. And I feel like they have the debt. Like, I'm not saying we're much better down here. Like, we would need to do some reforms. I don't know. I think these fingers of these things that are going on. It's bring, It has the potential to bring people together. Mm-hmm. Like-minded people together. We know we have a problem. We know we need to do something about it. I think part of the thing in this state is people get bogged down and apathetic because and they just what are we gonna do? Yeah, if you can get to people. You can get to talking to people that you you don't necessarily know, but they're close to you. Like I don't know. This is an Iroquois County thing here. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get the signatures in Iroquois County. We're not affiliated with this. We're gonna go. We're gonna talk to people. We're gonna mm-hmm. talk to the founders of this putting it together yeah. um but 
Maybe it'll build some confidence. People will have a reason to want to go out to the polls and make a difference. Yeah, because, right. you know, so, uh, there's a lot of people who, I mean, obviously you've seen the numbers of people that are leaving this state. Oh, that's fine. Ridiculous. If that's their choice, you know, do it. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying anything against them, but there's a lot of people like me and my family. We don't want to go anywhere. This is, this is my hometown, you know. This is my county. This is my state. I'm not going anywhere. And if it takes some fighting... It takes some fighting. Yep. Yeah, but on to other Illinois news. Um, I have a sad story. You guys have probably heard of the five-year-old um, Andrew Frayne. who was killed in uh, Chicago area. He was uh, uh, reported missing by his parents, and then the body was found, and the police suspected foul play. Started looking into things and found the body had... He had died at least three days prior to when the dad reported him missing. So that was suspicious. And then they found this poor kid was beaten to death and forced into cold showers before he died. And then they wrapped his body in plastic and put him in a shallow grave out in the country. That's not even the saddest part of this story. DCFS had been into this kid's house multiple times and they notified the parents before they came and gave them notice. So every time they showed up, the place was spotless. The police had been there multiple times and the place was in squalor because the police just happened not to give notice when they're coming by. Um, there was a report that the children were in a car without shirts and without shoes on in the middle of winter with the windows down. And the neighbor came over and asked what was happening. And the kids said that daddy's going to kill mommy. But if that doesn't, or daddy's going to try to kill mommy. But if he doesn't, then we're going to go on a vacation to a hotel. And then the mother came outside and told her not to call the cops. And this stupid bitch didn't call the cops. Now, there is a more pressing issue. Because after I told you this, the first thought is, why the hell is DCFS not doing their job? And, of course, the next step is, we should give DCFS more money so that they can do their job better because they obviously don't have the resources to do their job. This is the thing. That's not the case. DCFS doesn't need more money. DCFS doesn't need more anything. DCFS needs to quit announcing that they're coming to investigate child abuse. DCFS needs to start noticing things and probably needs some regulations pulled back so that they can do their job. 
DCFS has all the capabilities to do what they what they are doing. They probably need some administrative cuts. They probably need more people on the ground going to houses. What they don't need is more money and more funding. They need to make do with what they have and get rid of and cut off some fat. That doesn't mean cutting off the people on the ground. That means cutting off Becky the secretary. Sorry, Becky. It means fixing the regulations so that they can do their job. As a government employee, I understand that there are plenty of regulations that tie my hands. And I can't do things that would otherwise save the public and probably other issues a lot of time and health concerns. Is what it is. Nothing I can do about it. If they got rid of some of those regulations, many things would get better. I am sure the same can be said for DCFS. But again, I cannot reiterate enough. When a program is not working, the answer is not throw more money at a program. It's figure out why it's not working and fix it. Mm-hmm. It's sad this happened to this little boy. Sadly, parents are going to slip through the cracks even when they do fix the system. Horrible people are going to beat their kids to death. And put those poor kids into shallow graves. It is an inevitability. We have, there are monsters out there. Yeah, all from uh, swelling his pants, I believe, is what the actual cause was. Yeah. They were enraged. Um, they beat the hell of him. And I think he actually died, uh, not from the beatings, though. Um, it was the cold shower. It was the, yeah, forcing him into a cold shower. Uh, cold showers and then just sent to bed wet, cold, and naked. Yeah, and, and everything yeah. else. I'm sure the beatings didn't help, but um, uh, horrific and. But and it was two months ago. There was a guy, and the reason he beat an infant to death mm-hmm. in New York because the kid was crying and wouldn't shut up. Yeah, kicked him in the stomach or chest yeah, or stomach or whatever, kill, just... and killed him. Mm-hmm. And it's like people, monsters exist. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, it's a horrible inevitability. This situation probably could have been fucking fixed. Yep. They probably could have done something about this. They should have done something about this. And there's so many things wrong with how this was handled within DCFS. Yeah. That doesn't mean DCFS needs more money. But that's all I got on that. Well, I have some Illinois news about another child. Um, But we're going to end it on a lighter note. Um a nine-year-old Illinois boy whose life was saved by a kidney donation is pushing to make it easier for more people to become living organ donors. Senate Bill 68 would allow businesses to receive a tax credit for offering their employees 30 days of paid leave if they become a living organ donor. The bill was inspired by Evan Sims of South Wilmington. He spoke before the Illinois Senate earlier this month in support of the bill. I am in such awe of Evan, said State Senator Susan uh, Sue Resin, uh, the bill's sponsor. She says, not only was he courageous enough to testify in front of several lawmakers, but he also demonstrates strength as he has had to battle serious health issues his entire life. No one should have to go through what Evan has gone through, especially at such a young age. But I am so glad that he is using his experience to try and help others. The bill now heads to the Senate. I think that's awesome. No, that I mean, is awesome. I'm an organ donor. I'm not saying you have to or anything like that, but um, they, uh, I mean, 
if you choose to, and you ch- especially if you choose to be uh, a living organ donor, if somebody needs a you know kidney and whatever, um, this would be awesome for businesses to you know allow you to have thirty days um, of paid leave, and 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 you know those businesses get tax credits and everything else. I think that's awesome, especially and for a nine year old who's gone through say, so much yeah. to sit there in front of lawmakers and, and, and do this. That and that and it was his idea. Yeah, that's amazing. That is super cool. And Good on this kid. Like, <laughs> how can how can a, how can a six year old or nine, nine sorry, sorry how can a nine year old do this? And we have lawmakers that don't even understand basic economics. It's because they're just collecting a check. Exactly. This, this kid, kid actually wants to help. So good on you, Evan Sims. You're Absolutely. the shit. I like this kid. I hope he goes far. Thumbs Sasquatch up all around. Approved. Yeah. That's, That's awesome. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, that's our show. You guys should come and see us Saturday morning, 11 a.m. I'm going to do my best. Yeah. I have uh, my uh, Illinois separations. The Facebook page, we'll uh, we'll share a link through Twitter, Facebook, and all those. Did mm-hmm. um, I have the specifics on it? But it's eleven a.m. to I think till one or two, one of the two. Okay. So let's see. Gets on the highway, Route Twenty Four, East West goes through there. It's mm-hmm. at a cafe. I can't see our cafe. I can't remember the name of it. I don't even know that cafe. I where? don't either. Uh, maybe it's not. They've the had right. so many different new businesses and everything. Yeah, maybe it's there, not the so right name. But anyway, we'll be there. Come see our sexy selves. I'll put an eye patch on if my eye bothers you. <laughs> if you can't find it, um, send us a message on Twitter. We'll yeah, we'll be there. Or we'll Facebook message. Come or say whatever. hi if you're listening. Yeah. Or if you listen to us and you know and you have our cell phone numbers and everything else, text us. We'll we'll let you know. And mm-hmm. like I said, I'm gonna do my damnedest to be there. My son's birthday party is that day, and there's a lot going on and everything else. So. We're gonna be um, there for that too, but you have yeah, to set yeah. it up. So we understand. yeah, I have yeah, I have a lot going on this morning. That morning, yeah, you'll at least get to see the sass and the comrade. Yep. if not J Bone, mm-hmm. I'm I'm really hoping I can at least he'll make be there an appearance. In he'll be there in spirit yep. at least. I'll Skype. I'll Skype in. Yeah, I was just gonna say <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll video I'll call you guys. The, I'll just carry the phone around. And be like, this is <laughs> Justin. I'll be setting up that bouncy castle <laughs> while, while it's inflating. I'm just gonna be watching. Like, hi guys. You can just talk to me. Like, so what do you think about separation? Can I docu sign this <laughs> petition? <laughs> uh, yeah, come find us. Come get a business card. Hell, if you bring a sharpie, we'll fucking sign it. Or boobs. I like to sign boobs. <laughs> I mean, no one expects anything less from the Sasquatch. You know, whatever. Yeah, come say hi. Justin, what's the, what are, where do they go to find us? Orphansoftheamericandream.com. That's the main hub. Uh, if you go to search Orphans of the American Dream on Facebook, uh, OAD underscore studios on Twitter. Um, that's it. That's where we are. That's where we be. That's where we talk. And... All of all of that, all the good stuff. Awesome. Go to any of those avenues. If you listen to us through the web browser, power to you. If you listen to us on a podcast app, give us a rating, give us a comment. We would really appreciate it. That'll help us out a bunch. Um, and it'll tell us if we're shit. Yeah. I don't <laughs> care what the comments are. We're not going to censor you. We're bastions of free speech. Um... Come see us Saturday morning, 11 a.m. up in Watsika. We will share the deets on Facebook and the Twitter. Go to orphansoftheamericandream.com. 
buy a shirt, buy a mug. Peace, bitches. Illinois separation. Now, 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 now